Boom. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rockmano Podcast. I am your host, John Harris, on my, I think he's just behind me. Oh, there he is. Left-hand <laughs> side is my right-hand man, Gabriel. We got a virus, so we need a black sails. <laughs> That's right. We have a virus, so we need black sails. Today on the Rockmano Podcast, we have Ryan Path, and they've got a new album called The Marble Gates to Peron, uh, which is released on November 27th via Pitch Black Records. Right now, I'm being joined by Miguel to share some more information about this amazing record, what the band has been up to, and what they have planned. So, Miguel, welcome to the show. Uh, hi, John. Uh, thanks for having us. Absolutely great to have you on. Now, uh, the first track that we're going to chat about here is aptly named Virus, and there's a particular virus that has taken over the world is that what this song is about, or is this a coincidence? No, no, it's not a coincidence, actually. Uh, this song was, uh, well, actually, the whole album was written uh, and recorded uh, during the pandemic. Uh, the music, uh, I, I, the music itself, I'd, I'd actually written this song a few years ago, and it, you know, I'd just been sitting on it uh, for a while, and then... Uh, uh, Nicolas, he had some ideas in his mind for a song, then all this happened, and he then got the song I wrote and uh, wrote lyrics for it. And this is uh, this is during the early days of the of the pandemic when it was still a lot of well, even more uncertainty than there is now. And um, he, uh, yeah, he just wrote uh, what he he was feeling, which is uh, what he does best. And uh, yeah, so yeah, it is about this specific pandemic. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, here we are. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, is it then an entire, I don't know if I want to call it a concept album, but uh, does the entire album then relate to the pandemic or is it just this track virus? Uh, no, no, just just this specific track. Um, the other songs deal with like uh, ancient mythology, which is <laughs> um, as I'll explain to you with the next song, but yeah, this specific song is about this uh, time. So, but uh, yeah, felt it, it was uh, quite apt to uh, yeah maybe chat about it today and uh, <laughs> for people to have a have a chance to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, I guess my question is: you mentioned you know some uncertainty. Um, what is the track about? I mean, how do you write a song about a virus, or is it just about? that uncertainty that we were experiencing, say, back in March or April. Actually, that was North America. For you guys, you probably experienced it earlier than that. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we did. It, it hit us before it hit uh, uh, North America. Um, yeah, a lot of it is about the uncertainty, about the isolation, about people, you know, being uh, suddenly taken out of their everyday normal lives and put into a completely weird situation. Um, people not being able to see their friends or families. Uh, and, you know, with isolation breeds, you know, other problems with, uh, you know, um, resentment or kind of, uh, uh, well, actually sort of uh, a topic that uh, the song deals with as well as like kind of like uh, the whole conspiracy thing that came out of, uh, well, it was kind of fueled by the pandemic and by people uh, spending a lot of time, um, uh, well, 
trying to find alternative explanations to what's going on. And uh, yeah, it's it, it kind of it, it it's kind of like a study of how this situation has affected humanity um, so 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 drastically. I mean, the only previous well, the last time anything like this happened was back in the 1918 with the Spanish flu pandemic. And back then, the world wasn't nearly as connected as it is now. Um, people weren't as mobile as they are now. People were a lot more, you know, people had much more simple lives, shall we say. Not easier, but more simple lives. So, and now everything's like, the whole world's just kind of ground to halt. Uh, so a lot of it's about that. And it's like how everything's just been put on pause. Everything's been restricted and everything's been, um, well curtailed effectively um and as a band that affects us greatly because you know we're not allowed we're not able to play live we're not able to um do all the normal things the band does um so yeah it was it was a, a lot of it was a reflection on that okay and that brings up another really interesting point you mentioned you know as a band you can't play live and do the the normal things um you know that a band does especially yeah. with re regard to uh, promoting an album. I mean, that's the whole tour uh, right there is promoting promoting the album. So uh, I guess with regard to that, how has this year gone for you guys? Is it kind of kind of as per normal you were going to release the record at, at the end of November anyway? like, Or have things been pushed out and you guys were hoping that this would be over by November? Um, well, actually, uh, in well, in June, we were supposed to do a bunch of shows promoting our previous album, um, our Heloni. And uh, we had actually some really, really amazing shows lined up in Greece, um, playing with uh, Domini and Wardrum, which would have been excellent, excellent shows. Those obviously got cancelled. And um, we had also another bunch of live shows we were planning to do here in Cyprus, which, again, didn't happen. Um, so I think the fact that everything else kind of got cancelled, um, uh, we sat, we talked to Nicolas and we were like, okay, well, we should do something. So Nicolas was like, well, I have a, uh, well, we just record an album and I was like, uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, we, we just did <laughs> the whole, the whole album was, I mean, okay. Again, Nicolas had, had a bunch of songs lying around. I had a few songs lying around as well, but actual work on the album itself started in the uh, end of May and then uh, between May and August the album was written and recorded so yeah I, um, maybe the pandemic sort of helped accelerate the work on the album but uh, it was uh, it was already kind of conceived before that okay I mean that's kind of be my question was were you guys gonna make this album anyway or you just kind of felt like because you have some material kicking around why not actually do something with the material that may otherwise just be sitting there if you guys were playing shows during that time between may and august yeah, i mean it was an album we were going to make eventually but i think uh this whole situation just kind of brought it forward really i mean maybe if we hadn't released it in november we would have um it, it, the album would have been made. It's just a cycle of shows from the previous album kind of got cut off. So uh, we got to work on the next one. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, it seems pretty fast to me to write and record and produce an album in, what is that, four months or so. Um, but okay, I guess yeah. 
but I guess because the material was kind of already written, that helped. Oh yeah, absolutely. We had a rough, rough we had like rough ideas of the, what songs we would uh, we would write, and uh, you know we had we had a bunch of things kind of ready, so that was already done. Then it was then it was a matter of actually kind of demoing them, putting them putting them kind of well, kind of confirming their structure, confirming what they had in them, add in all the extra riffs and fixing lyrics and working on the structural things. So, um, yeah, the, the, the majority of the material was already kind of already floating around. Um, after that, recording-wise, uh, with today's technology, it's so much easier to record. Um, uh, uh, Danny, our drummer, he recorded his drums at his house. He has a recording set up there. Um, guitars and stuff were recorded at a local studio here uh, with uh, Slavin Selic. Um, who he has a studio here in the vocals. Uh, all the keyboards and the symphonic stuff were just done, you know, with uh, sequencing software. With um, uh, some musicians we work with, uh, we've worked with before, uh, George Galis in the US, uh, he did some of the symphonic stuff. And we also have um, Hussein Girmizi, uh, also known as Japan, who we've played with before who's in Cyprus. He did a bunch of things with, um, you know, again, using, uh, uh, sequencing software and, uh, George Arkles did another, uh, bit of the symphonic stuff. Um, he, he's also here in Cyprus. Um, I recorded the bass at, a another studio here, a friend of mine, uh, Louis Sirimi. And, um, yeah, so, uh, recording wise, it, it, it was all done fairly uh well remotely shall we say we have the technology we know the people we have the skill and then everything was uh, sent to um to italy for uh mixing and mastering so um again with uh, with the technology today it's it's uh, easy to record fortunately compared to like 10 15 20 years ago when you would have to actually go to a studio somewhere mm-hmm. yeah now something you mentioned was some of the other um, tracks have to do with uh, mythology, and you mentioned that we'd be touching yeah. base on. You mentioned we'd be touching base on that with the other track that you wanted to chat about today, yeah. Black, yeah. Black Sail. Well, so Black Sail, yeah, yeah. So tell us about that track. Um, okay, well, Black Sails it's uh, it's the story of um, Theseus, the the um, the the guy who went into the labyrinth to kill the Minotaur, and. Um, his uh, basically, you know, he was sent out on this mission. It was a very dangerous mission. And before he left, his father, uh, Aegis, uh, basically told him, look, when you return, um, make sure you put up a white sail. Because that way I know you'll, uh, you know, I'll know you've uh, survived. And if you don't survive, the crew will put up a black sail. So I'll know you didn't make it. So um, in the story, uh, the story goes that uh, he says he went into the labyrinth. He discovered he found the Minotaur in success. And in his excitement, he um, got on the ship and he was sailing back home and they forgot to change it. So Aegis saw over the horizon, he saw the black sail coming in. And in his despair, he threw himself off the cliff into the sea and he died. And that's how the Aegean Sea got its name. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that was the uh, that was the story. Okay. Cool. 
Um, I guess, yeah. I guess, I guess pretty, my, my question dark. is, yeah, I mean, I guess my question is, uh, when it came to choosing mythologies for, uh, the album is, are they all related to, uh, the area like, like Cyprus, Greece, Italy? Uh, yeah, mostly, uh, yeah, mostly we deal with, uh, with, uh, ancient Greek mythology. It's, uh, it's such a rich, um, History. There's such a such a rich mythology with so many different stories and characters, subject matter, and um, not even just mythology. And in, uh, in our previous album on Archegoni, we uh, we did a song about the Battle of Thermopylae, which is a, you know actual historical event. Um, so you know it's uh, it, it's not always just mythology. It's uh, quite a bit of uh, ancient uh, Greek history as well. Um, in Cyprus, obviously, we have uh, you know a very close history with. Uh, with um greece but here where we are we've been affected by so many other civilizations and cultures over the over the centuries so it, it it's become a bit of a melting pot um so yeah we, we we have we have done in the past some other things i think we're relating to like roman history uh the album before last um uh dawn of aquarius we dealt a lot more with uh uh Kind of, we went sort of more Eastern and went into uh, like a Indian uh, Hindu mythology and stuff, which was and it, it was an interesting break. But yeah, the, the ancient Greek mythology is the main is the main thing we focus on. Um, yeah, that's that's the main the main thing we do. Okay, very cool. Now you have to excuse my ignorance when it comes to Cyprus. Um, yeah. What kind of mythology then would you guys have or is it so mishmashed between say roman and greek and and whatever else um it's yeah it's a mix of everything i mean we have ancient ruin ancient roman ruins next to ancient greek ruins um the center of uh, nicosia the capital city there's like these huge, huge venetian fortifications um in larnaca you have ottoman castles uh, we also have in, in Limassol, another part of this country, we have uh, castles that the Crusaders built because uh, Richard Lionheart invaded Cyprus on those on his way to the Holy Lands. Because why not? Um, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's 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 um, it, it, we're just in the way of everyone. We just got invaded by everyone over the years, so it, it's it's become quite a mix. But yeah, culturally, linguistically. Um, we are much closer to Greece. Okay, we very. Said, we speak Greek as uh, as a main language, so um, ancient, I think people here have slightly deeper connections to ancient Greek uh, mythology than anything else. But the 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 the, um, the other cultures all make have quite a big impact. Even on our dialect, the Cypriot dialect contains so many Arabic, Turkish. Italian words. It's just if I speak in a very heavy Greek dialect, um, someone from mainland Greece will understand maybe you know, half of what I'm saying. Wow, did not know that. Now, yeah. I, I guess maybe take us through a bit more of the record, some of the other mythologies that are there, because um, just following these track titles, it's it's almost like I could follow it, like the virus killed. So therefore, there is a mourning ghost because of the virus, um, you know, and it's almost like going through 
the the pandemic a mask of sanity. You know, how much how much how much did the pandemic take away the mask of sanity? Uh, how do we return to the cardinal order? Uh, you know. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. So I guess that's an interesting uh, interesting approach. I, I didn't think of it like that to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, well, I, I, I guess uh, I guess the the uh, the whole situation maybe it affected it in a in a subconscious way the way we were putting things. <laughs> well, what I have across my desk is that the album is divided. Uh, into three parts, uh, the past, the present, and the future. Um, yeah. So I guess maybe take us through how the album is structured in that way. Now, I also have that it's not a concept album. Um, yeah, but it, no. But it's structured in a way that it's divided into thirds. So I guess maybe take us through through that. How does that work in, in the course of the album? Um, I think a lot of it has more to do maybe with a kind of... Uh, the kind of vibe of the songs themselves, uh, uh, more to do than any sort of overriding concept. Um, I think because the first, the first uh, few songs are a bit more kind of like traditional, shall we say, and uh, especially the last three songs, they're, they are weirder. They have slightly stranger, more kind of progressive approach, especially Cardinal Order. It's... Uh, it's um, the, okay, the theme, I mean, the theme of the Cardinal Order is basically the uh, the, the Catholic in- Inquisition in the, in the Middle, in middle Ages. It's actually it's not, that's one of the few ones that doesn't actually have anything to do with um, ancient mythology. Um, uh, it's, it's about the, uh, the, um, the way that uh, Catholic dogma was forced upon people and how it was used as a form of population control. But the song itself is... Um, is very progressive. It's it's got a it's got an unusual structure. Black sails again. That's also has an unusual, strange structure for a song that we would normally do. It's got some very odd atmospheres and textures, which are you know fairly unlike anything else we've done so far. Both those two, Silent Masquerade, which is the one it's the lyric video on um, on YouTube. Um, that's got a very weird breakdown as well in the middle. So I think. Perhaps that's kind of like maybe where we're headed in terms of musically, um, musically uh, uh, speaking, um, structurally, ta- uh, you know, sonically and uh, kind of conceptually, it's a, it's, um, it's it's kind of going in a sort of different direction, and you know, it's it's pretty interesting. I think where where this could take us. Um, the first three songs are more like the kind of traditional thing that people would expect from us in terms of music, in terms of uh, um, vibe and things. And for the center, the the center bit, uh, yeah, I think that's an accurate representation of where we are now as musically as a band. That's going to be kind of my question where, where that's, that's heading in that um, instead of traditionally going out and and playing shows and touring and whatnot, are you guys working, are you guys working on writing maybe the next record? And if so, those little glimpses of, uh, as you said, weird things, is that kind of, you know, where you're, where you're headed. And, uh, it sounded like you said that you kind of are. Um, yeah, and I, yeah. and I guess well, just, uh, 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 well, yeah. go ahead. Oh yeah. Um, well, well perhaps it is, uh, 
I, I, I mean, uh, the, the, the songs get written fairly organically. Like, um, we have an idea, it comes out, and, you know, whatever comes out, comes out. Um, like Virus, uh, I, I started off writing that as a kind of very, sort of like a more mid-tempo epic type of song. But then uh, one, one day I kind of listened to it again. I was like, yeah, this is boring. So I just, I just jacked it up by like uh, 50 BPM and uh, changed a few things and became like a power metal song. so i think i think that's a fairly accurate idea of what we have in mind or you know nicolas will have a a riff in his mind or an idea or melody in his mind he has a general beat and then we sit down we work on it and something fairly different might come out as a result or something quite close to what his vision yeah. So now, with- as far as where we're, where we're headed, is it's, it's kind of like um, we think this is where it's going. Maybe it'll carry on that way. Maybe it won't. It's because it's one of those things that you never know until it's done. Yeah, yeah. Now, I guess my big question then is, what should we expect maybe uh, for the next little bit? Are you guys doing like any live streams, uh, Q and A's, anything like that, or uh, what? Um- we have a few things like uh, we're kicking around a few ideas that uh, will start, you know, crystallizing sooner rather than later because the album is coming out in about a month's time. So, yeah, I, I think I'll for, I foresee uh, we'll uh, we'll probably do some sort of like online uh, streaming thing for our international fans. Um, here, we were kind of thinking about doing some like a very kind of like small scale, low key release party at a at an appropriate. Uh, you know, venue here, like appropriate uh, location to like, you know, just hang out with some people, listen to the album, uh, uh, have a couple of beers. And, and that's it really, because uh, an actual proper live release show is, is not an option at the moment. So that's one thing we could do. Uh, live streams, we considered it. Um, it might be something we might do a bit further down the line. Um, but yeah, we, we're, we're guessing we'll do a... Um, yeah, I try to try to kind of uh, connect with the fans in a in a in a remote fashion and with the various ways that are possible now. Yeah, beautiful. All right, well, Miguel, that concludes my questions. Um, we covered a couple of tracks off the album, the album itself, yeah. what, you, what you guys have been up to. Um, unless you have any anything else you wanted to bring up, I just wanted to thank you for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast. Oh, thank you for for having for having us and uh, for uh, well taking the time to listen to our music and uh, uh, connect uh, connect us to your listeners and uh, thanks to everyone listening. Um, hope you enjoy the album. Hope you enjoy our our songs and uh, get a chance to check out our previous work as well. Uh, you might find something you really like.